All right, so um, we're in the last parak of the Derech Hashem, ninth parak. Okay, so um, now we're getting into um, service that that is um, depends on what the person is doing. Um, namely, we're discussing. Brachas over here, making brachas. Now, what's the uh, concept over here? Is we are necessarily um, entangled, involved in the physical world. So now, that physical world uh, involvement can be negative or it can be positive. Um, I mean, either way, a person has to eat, right? That's uh, a person has to sleep. Either way, right? but it can be a distraction from Avodas Hashem. It can take us away from Avodas Hashem, or it can be actually uh, including Avodas Hashem. Now, that's going to be a little bit tricky. In what way? In what way can it be something that is going to be conducive? Uh, towards uh, usually as uh, Ramkal set up first the paradigm way back um, in the first Halak is that Adam is made of Guf and the Shama. Guf is pulling downwards towards physicality, towards uh, involvement in physicality and uh, and the Shama is pulling upwards, facing upwards, interested in closeness to Hashem. So, so how is physicality going to be in a state of tikkun? Well, if it's acting not necessarily as the avodas Hashem itself, but it's acting as a hechitimsa, as a vehicle, as a means for our future avodas Hashem. So, you know, having one's breakfast, you know, having a you know, whatever it is, a cup of tea to wake up to, to you know, I don't know, um, help you focus better. Yeah, focus in your learning, right? So that that's uh, then it can actually be be conducive. Now that can be um, it can be immediately. I mean, like I literally I have a mitzvah right in front of me, and I need to eat this. You know, I need to eat this. Uh, piece of bread right now so that I'll have energy to do that mitzvah or it could be in general you know the upkeep of, of, of let's say uh, eating a healthy diet you know the, so that so that you should uh, five years from now be still going strong and uh, you know and and uh, you know, being healthy and vibrant right so uh, and he says no matter how many steps away it is uh, it, it could be it's literally one step away. Like, you know, I need this energy in order to daven shachris right now, right? So I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Or it could be, you know, going to exercise so that you'll stay healthy in general, right? Even though it's many, many steps removed, nonetheless, they can all be um, done in the way of Foldus Hashem. If you don't have it in mind, is it... Negative oh, oh, or detrimental. So, uh, so if you don't, that's, that's exactly the point. It can exist in one of two ways. So a person can engage in their meal, right? 
in one of two ways. Either it could be a distraction from Avodah Hashem. Mm-hmm. I'm right now eating because this thing is so appealing, so attractive, so distracting, right? I'm focused on this steak over here, this sizzling steak, right? Or a person could be focused on Hashem and saying, okay, I'm right now, you know, having this, um, you know, um, vegetable uh, smoothie thing, right? With, so that I should be healthy you know, later on, so I should be able to serve Hashem. Saying a bracha, even if one has a very limited kavana, is that enough to be able to oh. do that? Oh, so that's a very good question. So, Amaisa, if you think about it, the on some level, right, this person is still recognizing Hashem. Right. Right, meaning, if not, then the person would forget to make the bracha altogether, right, and just eat without that. In fact, it's very interesting, like... You see sometimes... like on public transportation or I don't know somewhere in the airport you see, if I see like a, a non-Jewish person just like take out a sandwich and just bite into it I'm like whoa <laughs> it's, it's so jarring like what just like that like you literally just just grab that and just <laughs> they just like take it out of their bag and just bite right into it <laughs> right you've had this little experience it's, it's, it's a very uh, you know kind of a startling like wait like you didn't recognize like who gave you that right you just when they grabbed it so that's uh, literally what the Gemara and Bracha says that yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's as if a person is gozel right it's as if a person is stealing by by calling an animal was that below Bracha kilo gozel the Taurus Victor Jr. was speaking out the same idea you were just saying how like how shocking it is when you see uh, well, people Okay. Yeah. okay, so um, now if we look inside the text for a minute, I want a lot of this text is kind of the Rokhal standard. Well, you know, everything has to be depending on the situation and um, the appropriate number of uh, details, etc. But I do want to zoom in. So again, we're in. Os Aleph in Perak Tess, in the last Perak. So if you if you go down, you see the um, for the paragraph that I have is the Im Lo Yisham. You see that? Okay. Um, in Aleph, yeah, about halfway, a little bit more than halfway in. So, so again, so we, we, we've said that in basically in every situation, depending on the situation, there has to be certain things that we do that, that would rectify that situation, that would help it to be used properly in Avodos Hashem, the Don Lutzad Tov. So everything in this world, every situation that we're in, 
definitionally can be used for all of Hashem. So if we need to eat, if we need to sleep, if we need to rest, if we need to yeah, have a bath, whatever it is, right? Those can all be used for Avodos Hashem, and but each one has a certain whatever are the parameters. They're going to be necessary to fix it. Now, interesting point, which is we're going to be hyper focused over here on brachas, on the, uh, uh, brachas having to do with food, meaning, um, and the question inevitably comes up usually in in case of Avarchan, like when you're about like a a daf in. I mean, it's the first Amud used with 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 bracha Roshona. You make on things like we said, Hashem and Klausel. So if you stole from the Jewish people and from Hashem, and then you hear people that make it about halfway or like another Amud down into the. Pit. Well, I have a question. What about having a hot bath? What about you know uh, a jacuzzi or what? We have things for brachas and things we don't. But we don't have, right? Why? There's no brachas here. Right? So, below bracha. Anyone who benefits from this without a blessing is as if he stole. But here you have a person sitting in the jacuzzi for an hour, like really, really enjoyable, right? Much more than the banana, let's say, seemingly. Right? And yet the banana, you have to make a bracha on the jacuzzi, you don't. What's going on? Right? So, the truth is, the run already. Uh, Rabbin Unisim. Asks the asks the difficulty. He raises the difficulty, and he says the difference is that you're not internalizing anything over there. It means <clears throat> when it comes to food, we're literally removing uh, something from this world, and we're and we are kind of becoming one with it. It's a it's a very it's a very intimate it's a very intimate process actually in the in. Uh, Parsha Shmini, last week's Parsha, right? There was a huge focus on which animals you can eat, which animals you can't eat. I mean, that, uh, it's, it's an enormous amount of psukim dedicated to kosher animals and not kosher animals. You know, maybe not comparable to almost any other area, maybe Karbonus. It's like the only other area where we have comparable number of psukim. I mean, the Chilcha Shabbos, you know how many specifications we get? Don't do malach. That's it. And then maybe there's one example with uh, uh, not not burning a fire, right? And everything else we have to figure out from 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 hekish from from, 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 from But uh, and here Torah goes on and on, listing everything. So, so they're trying to explain because when you eat something, you internalize it. It becomes a part of you. It's a very very intimate process. Right, it's literally uh, you connecting to physicality in the most visceral of ways, where l- literally we live, we live from it, and it's uh, and um, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, Pumped, uh, visceral way, exactly. But there are brachas to say on other things, right? What there are brachas to say on other things that you don't need. On hano, uh, smelling. Is that so that's thing? a certain form of internalization. It, what about visualization? Not birkas hanenen. No, I, I don't know. I mean, experience. Birkas hashavach. Those those are the different 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 uh, praises. You praise Hashem for mm-hmm. for uh, you know you see the Grand Canyon, you see the ocean, you see a very beautiful person, whatever. You know, that's but. Um, 
but it's not it's not because like I'm benefiting in one way somehow. Okay. Sheva. Okay. So so again, so so we so Hashem set us up in a way that everything that whichever situation we need to be tweaked, augmented to be a positive situation instead of a negative. So the, so the, the, for that we're gonna have uh, th- the necessary uh, thing. So now he says, "Vim If we don't follow the parameters that are given, I mean, the obvious example would be let's say you eat something not kosher, right? So yeah, we have to be involved in the physical world. We have to eat food, right? But it has to follow certain parameters. Follow certain parameters, you'll be okay. It'll, that action will be bitikuno. It'll be a fixed up action. It'll be a a appropriate action will be a positive action, right? If you if you violate some of those uh, rules, then then it causes breakages, right? So, if we don't guard those guiding principles in all these things, And by the way, whoever was here last week, this is I'm going to expect you guys to answer what I'm about to ask. So, I hope you you did your chazara. Did your chazara? Um, we'll see. I did it well. Okay. Uh, so if you don't do the things properly, then the actions, these actions that were involved in the physical world, will be left over to the side of uh, uh, of, of bad. And it will spread out as a result of this action. Hatuma vazuma will spread out from it um, spiritual contamination and filth. Vehakoshechagadol and great darkness. Yichaser hehaara vahayliyona will remove the um, upper illumination. Vyisraba and they will increase the concealment. Pause. Okay. Should I read that again? The, the things that will happen? It's just by not making a No, no, no. Any, any of the... Any of the whatever, whatever, we're not yet getting specific, right? Saying anything that... Um, they they uh, the done in in the, in the inappropriate way, it's done in non halachic way. Let's say o- or or not making a brach. Oh, one is worse than the other. We're not saying how much of anything, right? We're not making a brach. You're not really doing anything, and that's still causing. Okay, is related to Yom Kippur, related to. Um. Well, I'm not going to help you. One second. Hold on. I'm not going to answer that question right now. But I will read it again for you guys. So, what's going to happen if a person doesn't um, doesn't keep the proper things? Philip, you were here last week? Yes. Okay. So, so you're also this fair game. You, you're fair game for me. Okay, good. Okay. So, what's going to happen? So, number one, there's going to be an uh, spreading out of... Tuma, spiritual contamination, and Zuma, filth. That's one. Two is uh, great darkness will remove the upper light. 
That's number two. And number three, the hiddenness will increase. Three. Those are three. So, uh, what are these three descriptions? Okay. So, Yosef, he said that, so I'm going to give him a chance first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I thought there was three different things that we're supposed to be doing on on before. So, okay. Well, uh, you're right. It is by Yom Kippur. I was looking for three. And no, three. no, you're right. It is by Yom Kippur. Right. But. Uh, oh yes. Good job, Philip. Okay, very good. No, speak it out. So with the. What, what gave it away was, I remember you mentioned with the world of Bria, it was, um, there wasn't necessarily anything negative, I think it was just like a reduction. Um, so let's go back there, let's go back there to the previous parak, we're going back one parak, Os Hay. So we said that, uh, that on Yom Kippur we're looking to uh, fix, to rectify some of, the, some of those, some of those uh, negative things that might have resulted from our actions, right? So, Dehainu, a couple of sentences in, depending on what kind of print you have. Litakin kol hakilkulum shenasu ayedem, to rectify the, the perversions, the, the actual breakages that have happened as a result of them. Ule haisir kol and to remove the darkness, shenis gaber ayedem, that became powerful through them, that was empowered through them. Ule hashiv. Hashavim el madregas hakidusha, and to restore the things to the proper level of kidusha, vakurva and the closeness Allah to Hashem is borah. Okay, so now Philip, how do you want to line those up with the ones that we just read? So then each one would correspond to each one of the three that, that we ahead. just uh, read. So. Um, so then, the, in the, I guess in the lower, in in the lowest world, the physical one, that would be the spread of, in the English here, it's corruption and pollution. Very good, exactly, right. So you see, so the low, the, the in the world of Asiya, right. So the, remember, the lower down you go, the, the the greater the greater the breakages that are, that are done as a result of a negative action, right. So uh, n- now he's telling us if 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 a person. Um, you know, doesn't follow these certain rules, etc. So then he causes a expanding of Tuma and Zuma, corresponding to that Anyum Kippur when we did Chua for that, right? So then you you fix up the perversions, right? Then next step up is a, is in the world of Yitzira causes an increase in darkness and removal and a removal of the heavenly light. Anyum Kippur. We did you over that. We remove the darkness. Yeah? And then finally is here by us, uh, the person does an Avera, uh, then it increases the concealment. I mean, Hashem is concealed. Hashem is not connected to here. And you keep, when you fix that, then you, like we said, you reconnect the pipes up there in the world of Bria, and that causes a Kedusha and a Kirva to Hashem. 
Akirva obviously being the opposite of hell, right? Of concealment. Okay, very good. Um, you see, you see that? Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so in sense, we have this, this parallel between what's happening when we're not following the law. Right, so and what we do chuba. And what we do chuba. Yeah, okay. When you do chuba, you need to undo the You need to undo the undo the breakages, right? Exactly. Okay. Very good. Um, so that's that's uh, that's Os Aleph basically you know, telling us uh, that being that everything has its necessary. Um, criteria is that we, uh, we have to know how to interact with the physical world. We have to do it properly. Okay. So that, th- those three things happen when a person doesn't have kavana? No, no. That's, uh, when a person doesn't follow whatever are the, the necessary um, parameters that, that a physical action has to be done with. Whatever those are. I'm not getting into right now what they are. That was a very general. Os Aleph is very, very general. He's yeah, just using a lot of Ramchalian legal talk, right? Right, right. But you were saying you had you you spoke extensively about how a person isn't going to have kavana with eating something or doing something. Yeah. Then that it will do that on some does. level. It will uh-huh. do that on some level. Yeah, yeah. Is it going to do the same thing? Is it going to be the same thing? Josh wants to know if, as you know, as eating pork, you know, or eating. Uh, Eating a camel is eating a camel as bad as eating pork. It's okay. So no, it's not as bad as eating pork, and and even eating a camel is is not as bad as eating pork. Yeah. What about meat and milk together? It was cooked. Those are Again, it's hard to weigh up exactly the the uh, the, the virus. Um, but basically, it's, it's affecting all, all. But it affects all everything. Affects media. everything. Right, Every, right, right. Now, certain things can hyper focus, you know, on certain, you know, certain things will affect more predominantly the higher realms and only less the lower ones. Maybe more predominantly the lower ones and less the higher ones, etc. But yeah, more or less. You're impacting the entire thing, or certainly, at least potentially, you are. Okay. Right. So, so at least he's. It's calling here is everything from a heinous premeditated murder to you know forgetting to do something or other. Mm-hmm. Forgetting they to make a bracha. Right. So eating eating kosher meal but forgetting to make the bracha might be farther away from that. So right. it's covering everything. Here. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now in O's base, we're getting into the root of. Recognizing Hashem in the physical world. Where do we see in the Torah the the, the basis, the, the 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 way that we're going to go about recognizing Hashem in our engagement with the physical world? No engagement in the, like we said, visceral engagement, full on engagement, right? Josh, visceral engagement. Oh, very good. Okay, right? So, see, you engage with physicality, you ate, you satiated, now bless Hashem. So this is a way to rectify that, to, to elevate that behavior, that action that you did, that you shouldn't stay. A person feels good. Oh, I ate, that was good. Ah, time to go to sleep, right? Wait, wait. Where's Hashem in that, right? The, 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 now, reconnect that back up to Hashem, right? 
you're satiated. Recognize where that came from, right? I feel like I heard, and I don't remember the source for this, but that rabbis have said that saying the after brachat, I guess maybe Berchus wasn't being the best example of that, is more chashev or better, more star than the initial bracha because you have that physical desire initially, so you're more, you want to say a bracha at that time rather than afterwards where it's like you're satiated so you have less of a desire maybe to want to like thank Hashem so, so therefore why is that better? because it's, because you have less of a desire you're going out of your way to oh and nonetheless you're doing it okay yeah. that, that um, that's a very that's a uh, so you got what you it's wanted, a relative right? it's a very relative statement okay. the, the Gemara the Gemara does make a Kalvachomer that uh, but, but that Kalvachomer I, I could turn it around exactly the other way I mean is it um, I mean, the, the Gemara does say that if the Torah expects you to thank Hashem after you've eaten, so how much more so that you should thank Hashem before you've eaten when you're still hungry, mm-hmm. right? Um, so may, maybe the other way around. Maybe the fact that is how much there is there is so much more so that makes the bracha shalom so much better. I mean, what, you have this tremendous recognition of the kindness of Hashem before you make the bracha, right? Before you eat the food. As opposed to after you've eaten the food, so, you can, so that's a, that's a much greater opportunity for a bracha. Perhaps one could say. I think that these are already trying to. It, it's more, uh, you know, you have to be careful. Rab, Rabbi is giving pulpit talks. They, they, uh, they, uh, they, uh, they have agendas. Right. That's what I was asking. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to say such a statement. It's it's, it's already kind of a it's a judgment it's a judgment statement. Yeah. And we. Like the Mishnah Perkei Avos says, right? Have a zayir b'mitzvah kala k'b'mitzvah chamura. You should be careful with a light mitzvah as you are with a, with a uh, heavy mitzvah because you don't know the reward for the mitzvahs. We don't know how much the reward. Is the reward greater when you're more excited to, to, to make the bracha? Or is the reward greater even though you're not excited but you manage to do it anyway? Uh, that's, uh, we don't have those type of measuring sticks that are capable of of, or those scales that can, that can weigh that can weigh these things up. And, but besides which, the Tosos there on the spot says that this kalvachomer is not a true kalvachomer. There's a pircha you could you could you could reject the kalvachomer. It's a um, it's more of a um, equation. We're saying that you know, seemingly you should be able to conclude that you should also make a brachrashona. That's all. But you know, the thing that I would come back to is whenever something is a derisa, it's definitely much more fundamental to do the, the, the Rabbanim. And uh, you know, Birkas for Muslim is derisa. So that's certainly the biggest... You know, the, 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 Birkas derisa is like the you know, the mountain that like everything else grows, you know, all the little trees and little shrubs and everything grows. Birkas for Muslim is the place so much so that you know, I mean... Um, you know, big, you know, the big, the big tzaddikim really um, take their time on Birkas Hamazon. It's a big endeavor, Birkas Hamazon. Is there a sugula in Parnassa for that? I'm sure there is. <laughs> for for Parnassa, yeah. for Bonim, yeah. for Hatzlacha. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the biggest sugula is to have a good Birkas Hamazon. You have a good Birkas Hamazon, it changes your whole outlook on life. 
Okay, so um, so again, so the source root of all this proper relationship to physicality is Birkas Hamasa. Um, and again, because it because it helps us to kind of define the action that we're doing. Um, we discussed a lot of this other stuff that uh, the person might be inclined to get dragged down into his food, into his physicality, right? Um, we want to kind of stay above that, we want to stay connected to something greater. By the way, just a little bit of a tangent. As a child, I what happens is uh, my parents did not have the privilege of growing up with a Torah education, but they did have a privilege of growing up with you know, with their parents who taught them their heritage, way of the world, and their parents taught them, and uh, so I always taught if to have a good posture at the table don't, you know, don't slouch over your plate don't put your elbows on the, on the table don't don't eat with your hands right and I ask why not is it because that's not that's not what you do yeah that's what you and it, it was never properly explained but you see over here the value that we place on not being dragged down into your food right on staying above it and staying like we said your physicality is looking to drag you down. Right, like like a, like an axe sticking his head into the trough. Right, just all in. Right, you stick your face into your bowl, and then but our neshama wants to be connected to Hashem. When your face is inside the bowl, you're completely surrounded by the food, right, and uh, you're subsumed by it. You, uh, you, you, you person can't stay connected to Hashem. So. The, the mission of Perkyavo says that we're made with Salam Alakim. Beloved is man, that he's made with Salam Alakim. Yeah? And the morale there explains that Salam Alakim is what? Koma Zukufa. Upright pasture. Why upright pasture is so important? Because we have a vision of loftiness, we have a vision of greatness. We, we can connect to something up above, not like an animal who's stuck down into physicality. So, having pasture. Again, eating with one's hands. Again, you're more involved in the, you're getting more involved in the food, right? As opposed to we're sort of aware where there's a certain uh, divide, a certain separation between the uh, person and the food. Um, uh, big tzaddikim, uh, very careful not to come down towards the food, but to have the food come up to them. Right, because that's that's a distinction. I mean, I'm up here, I'm up here. I'm thinking about Hashem. I'm I'm serving Hashem. I'm doing this. Other the food is being elevated to me. I'm not being dragged down into the food. It's I wish I heard that when I was uh, when I was a child. I, yeah, you try to think about that a little bit. 
There's a rabbi inside your tweets up to, I, I think, to like shock value to, to, for the first day when people were there, so like that to do some before people started learning. That he spoke about how he went into a truck stop uh, with his family. He went into one of the bathrooms uh, there at a rest stop. And he opened up the door, and I guess the door was locked, and he saw like this big, girly guy on the toilet with a sandwich, eating a sandwich. And it was just like, it was so shocking and so grotesque to to be able to see like what a human being could succumb to when they have like zero dust whatsoever in terms of what they're doing, just to be totally fine sitting on the toilet and eating a sandwich. Very <laughs> good, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> Shock value recorded. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so the point is, so we wanna we wanna have proper intention, um, intentionality, kavana, right, in our in our, in our actions, and not to be driven by taivas, by by uh, a drive for indulgence and lust. For, for all these things, and again, everything done in the in the in the proper way. Uh, here specifically, that we want to acknowledge where it came from, acknowledge, admit, thank Hashem for where it came from. Thanks, it comes from a language of to admit. I say thank you to someone means I admitting that it came from them. Right, so no there and toda are the same root. Right, so, um, so when we bless Hashem, what we're saying is we're acknowledging that this came from Hashem. We're acknowledging this came from Hashem, and um, and we're especially in gratitude for that. And that, and by doing that, we reconnect all this eating that we've done back up to the source of of where it came from. Okay, that's Birkas Hamazon. And he says, in addition to that. The rabbis saw that it was appropriate to make a to make bracha rishona, um, and again, that's obviously helping us to focus our minds on what we're doing. Even though our minds should be focused anyway, even if there's no bracha, right? Even if a person's having a bath, even if a person is, uh, you know, purchasing a new. You know, I don't know, warm sweater or something, right? It should be always, uh, we should know why we're doing that, why we're doing something. But um, but specifically, as we're about to eat, as we're about to partake, it's very important to focus on the motivation for the action. That's the, that's the bracha that, that, uh, that helps us to do that. Obviously... Uh, Tremendous kavanas that we can have in, in in these brachas, which would then help impact the entire eating process. We discussed before the concept that once a person does make a bracha, as long as there is not a uh, a hesachadas, either like a very long period of time um, where that goes in between a bit of a, a long interruption. Um, you know, in the eating or whatever it is, so then all that eating is um, is going to be defined by that intention that we had to begin with. As Rav Tzaddik and Tzidkas Tzaddik says, uh, similar to what we see with a you know, if someone's writing um, uh, get that has to be written with kavana, so it's sufficient to just say uh, 
being I'm writing this with a, with the following intentionality, and then as long as you're writing more or less without any big stops or breaks, then it all follows that uh, that, that original intention. So too with our eating. Uh, so we had uh, one person um, that wanted to suggest that maybe you could have uh, made that intentionality for the duration of the entire day. That that is not you know, cannot can't just um, can't take care of your intentionality and then go the rest of the day like an animal. It doesn't work that way. Intentionality is a real thing. So the intent, the kavana that we have, uh, you make it a bracha as long as you're in that action and you, you try to stay connected to that thought that you're there. Um, next time you you're going to be engaged in a similar activity, you have to do it all over again. Okay. What's that? You should bring that up before Kiddush and Shal Shittas. What do you mean? The, 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 everyone's making a brach. They know it. You know. I know, but... You're making a brach, it means that's what you're doing. Right. Yeah, right. right. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That so that's that's a that's a broker shona. Then by doing that, then then we can really dedicate the entire action, the the whole activity that we're doing to Hashem, which is a really incredible thing. It's uh, you know, Joseph and my one of our favorite. Shurim is the Sefer Abedinim on Rosh Hashanah, so this you know is going to dovetail perfectly into that. Whoever remembers that, okay. And now for Oz Gimel, we have five minutes remaining. Oz, if we finish it, then we get better. Shall make a seal, okay? The Ulam Gam, the Maisa Hamitzvahs. Tiknu lanu chachamenu zikronim lebracha brachas elu. So not only is it for food, but it's also for ma'aseh mitzvahs, for for actions of of a mitzvah. Also, uh, there are brachas for it. Now you would wait a second. Oh, you told me before that that was for actions that are going to distract me, they're going to take me away from Hashem. That I needed that focus, right? But here it's a ma'aseh mitzvah. Mitzvah is already been closer to Hashem. I'm executing the will of Hashem. Why do I need to make? Why do I need to make a bracha? So he says, buva shela mitzvah. It's not, it, one thing is to do the mitzvah. You're right. Doing a mitzvah is not gonna shaking a lulav. You're not gonna get tremendously distracted from it the way that you would by eating a sizzling steak, right? But you may not have the appropriate love for the mitzvah, the chibu, the, the, the love, the appreciation for the mitzvah, right? And as we are in the middle of discussion in the Zulzi Sharam, mitzvahs have to be done. Bayiro ba'ahava, with awe and with love. So... To arouse the proper excitement for the mitzvah, I'm getting an opportunity that mitzvahs, although all mitzvahs have to be done by year and ahava, but they do divide the predominantly negative commandments. Staying away from doing wrong things is predominantly going to be yira based, 
and doing positive commandments is going to be predominantly Ahava based. Now, it still has to be with the context of year, of course, because we're being over the Samalach. You have to in front of whom you are standing, right? But what? No, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm explaining why the focus here is on ahava, on chibu, on on closeness, on excitement, on appreciation, not on yira, because this this is a this is a, and I say it's a positive commandment. So positive commandments more line up with ahava. Okay. Um, so lahodos lo yizbora sherotza bonu to be grateful to Hashem for the fact that He desired our, in our service. V'nosan lanu sikunim gdolim ka'el and He gave us the opportunity to do this thing. I'm uh, like a, like Rav Tzadik and Tzadik says he brings that to to get to do a mitzvah is a schus. Right, it's a it's a, trem- it's, it's a tremendous thing. Like we see that um, I'll bring that someone, uh, man, he did a lot of mitzvahs, but he had never uh, had the opportunity to do the mitzvah of shikha. Of um, there's a mitzvah that has to do with forgetting a bundle of your grain in the field. So you can't do that on purpose. It has to be forgotten. So one day something happened, Hashem set it up in such a way that he, he forgot a bundle of it and people came and took it. So he was so grateful he brought a, he brought a korban. Right? In appreciation of the fact that he got to, finally got to do this mitzvah. You never, it's not a mitzvah that you can choose to do. Yeah? The, the Chavos Lovavos brings that someone that, that Hashem wants to, uh, happy with, with, the, with the servant, so he wants to do something good for him, so he sends him a poor person to his house to ask him for charity, right? Um, and, and the simplest proof is we make we make a shechachiyanu on a time bound mitzvah, right? Shechachiyanu usually you make when you get a delicious new fruit of the season, right? Or you get a new car, right? And here you're getting a mitzvah. Getting a mitzvah! Thank you, Hashem! Right? So the Shekhiyanu, right? So so we're tremendously appreciative. Hashem chose us to serve Him. It's a, it's a uh, thing to get excited about, but it's hard to get excited when you don't have any hachana, a, a proper preparation for it. So the bracha is a way to prepare to get excited for the doing of the mitzvah. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Tzukas uh, Tzadik talking about also in Dover Tzadik talks about the first Mishnah in Brachas. What's the first Mishnah in Brachas say? What's the answer? Mishat. It's true. There are a few, a few opinions that are brought. Uh, uh, I said the Mishnah, first Mishnah. I didn't say the uh, the Bryce. The Bryce and I'm a have a few different opinions. But the Mishnah says, Mishasha Kohanim, Nichnasin Lechol Bushumasu. The time the Kohanim come in to Yichuma. Not that they begin to Yichuma, now they come into Yichuma. There's a, there's a process of Hachnasa, there's a process of coming in to a mitzvah. You have to put your head into it. 
to put your heart into it. You have to prepare yourself. Right? You don't just do a mitzvah. You have to enter into the proper state of mind, state of emotions, etc. to do the mitzvah. Right? And that's and that's a, that's a, like a classic mitzvah because it's a, it's a mitzvah where you're literally binen, kohanim, eating the truma is a physical pleasure. They're eating a delicious you know, food, right? That's how all mitzvahs have to be. For all mitzvahs have to be, this is a, the archetype of mitzvahs, right? Is, uh, we've been taught over here. Mitzvahs, do it with excitement, delicious, it's Right and 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 it requires hakana and therefore it, you need to make a bracha for it. Venimsa ayidei zeh mis ale hamaisa yoser. So like we said so many times before, you do an action with excitement, with ava, right, with appreciation of what you're doing. It's gonna fly up to the heavens. So Hashem is going to help this person uh, in, in the doing of the mitzvah. Like the Nefesh Chaim explains that when a person prepares himself to do a mitzvah, and making a bracha can, can certainly count as that, so he is surrounded by a heavenly light that comes down, surrounds him, engulfs him, and then with that power he does the mitzvah it's a, a whole different level of mitzvah because this is how Hashem does things in accordance with the arousal the excitement that we have towards doing a mitzvah towards the mitzvah towards Hashem in this service that we're doing to Him so too will be the amount that, that we get help from Hashem. Level to which we're excited and we're aroused and we're relating to Hashem in the action that we do is level to which Hashem will help us in that action. If it's a little bit or if it's a lot. In every action, in accordance with what that unique action is, it means every case is a bit different, how much you get, sometimes you get a lot, on Pesach we get a tremendous Yad Adishmaya, sometimes you get less, right? If you don't get it as much Yad Adishmaya, you gotta work for it a bit harder, etc. And someone who trusts in Hashem, he's happy. Tam v'nishlam. It is completed, it is uh, whole and completed. Shevach Lakeil Bore Olam. Praise to Hashem, the creator of the world. Hadra Allah Der Hashem. The Hadra Halam.